this is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today's episode is about expectations. And while that word, expectations, may not be one that's riddled with controversy and strife, it actually really could be. I had an aha moment today when we met with a client and we met with a client and a couple of his chief operatives. And it was really interesting observing how they talked about a recent event that they put on. He was very happy. He's the owner of the company. He was very happy with the event. And one of his directors was not happy with the event. And there was some back and forth discussion. And at the end, the owner of the company said, you know what, you take it over. It's yours. You do with it the way you see fit. You figure it out. You just do it. And she was a little taken aback. And she's like, really? Like, I have witnesses, right? Like, you're saying this in front of other people. So you're telling me I can do what I want. And since you have witnesses, you can't come back and tell me differently, right? And he's like, no, really, do what you want. And at what came out of that, and I had a conversation with the owner later, is so it seems as if you and your director had two very different experiences of this event. You thought it went perfectly. She was aghast at how it went. What's the difference here? And we talked a little bit about a few things, but what it came down to is the owner had certain expectations and goals of the event. Were they met? Absolutely which is why he thought it was a perfect event. His director, on the other hand, also had goals and expectations of how the event would go, and they were not met, which is why she thought it did not go well. Now, going forward, I, I part of this conversation, it was so fascinating, really, because sometimes here at the Schuler Group, we have all this stuff in our heads and we know what we do and we help companies and it's so intrinsic to us that we don't realize that other people don't think the way we do. Anyway, so as we were talking and the owner of the company said, if I have to tell her what to do, then in essence, I'm doing it for her. I might as well do it myself. And what we got across to him is, well, first of all, she thinks differently than you. She has a different value system. She's very much organized. She sees things in systems and processes. You tend to just to go do and, and you know, whatever happens, happens. You'll fix it later. And she's the opposite. She wants to fix it ahead of time. You want to fix it later. And so you're coming at it from different directions. So just by you saying here are my expectations, here are my goals, here's how I want this to go. That's not you doing it for her. That is you saying, here's what I want, and I'm giving you the go-ahead to do it. In essence, you are empowering her, which 
is one of our top 10 leadership traits, empowering others. But by telling somebody what your expectations are, that's not doing the work for them. That's actually good leadership. You're being very clear on, here's what I want. And I can even help you figure out how to give me what I want. But once I do that, I expect you to go do it. That is setting very clear expectations. And we came up with this in our own company. Is here's what I expect. And then, and sometimes this happens unconsciously. Here, okay, so let me back up. Here's what this looks like. We have these expectations, and most of the time they're somewhat unconscious. And the expectations don't get met, and we are irritated and resentful. And we might say a few things, but we don't really clarify what our expectations were, because, again, we're only somewhat, if at all, aware of it. And so we might say a few things, you know, you're not doing this. And the other person is chastised and whatever. And then the next week, same thing. And what I've come to realize is it is our job as leaders to say, here is what I expect. In an ideal world, and I say ideal world, and I mean in a world that doesn't exist, and I <laughs> I really do move toward the positive. When people thrive, companies thrive. My whole outlook is positivity. But sometimes, because we think differently from others, and we don't realize it, where we have expectations, it's not realistic, but not from a negative point of view. So if if we're thinking, you know, I want this person to show up this way and be all that they can be in this way, they thrive and they fulfill their life purpose, they're working in their zone of genius, all those wonderful things. And then they don't. And then we get irritated because for us, it's really obvious. Well, if they just did this, this would be them taking initiative. This would be them being empowered. This would them be being in their zone of genius. Like we see it. And here is the million dollar question. Do we ever communicate that information to them. So I've given you a few examples. And now let me try to simplify it into a process that you can use. So if you are irritated, frustrated with the performance of somebody on your team or in your company or in your organization, so first you have to ask yourself, why am I irritated? Well, they didn't show up to the meeting prepared. They didn't give me the information I needed at the time I was supposed to get it, okay? 
there you go. That's a place to start. Second step is, so what does that look like when it's happening the way I expect it to? They show up to the meetings on time. They've given the information ahead of time so that whoever's preparing the reports for the meeting has it. They've done what they've said on time, or if they couldn't, they've communicated why they couldn't. So let me go back. Why are you irritated? Why are you frustrated? Why are you seeing that this employee, this person isn't doing what they're supposed to? What would that look like if they were doing what they were supposed to? Then that leads you to the expectations part. Ah, I'm irritated because I have to remind you to show up to the meeting. I'm irritated because I have to pull from you the reports and information I need for the meeting. I'm frustrated because you committed to doing A, B, and C by X date, and X date comes and goes, and I have no report or information from you and no communication from you. All right, let me reverse engineer this. Hmm. If I'm irritated that you don't show up on time for meetings, then what I expect is you show up on time for meetings. If I'm expecting that you're going to give me information that I need for my reports for the meeting and you don't have them, ah, my expectation is that you give me the information I need in order, in a timely manner, in order for me to prepare the reports for the meeting. I'm frustrated because you don't do what you said you would do by a certain date. Ah, then what I need is for you to not just pay lip service to the fact that you're going to do such and such by a certain date, but you actually do it and you get that information to me by when you said you would. And if you can't, you communicate that with me. Here's the problem that I think a lot of us run into. We think all of that is obvious. Oh, I told Bill I would get him this report by Monday at 4. Gee, I can't get it to him by Monday at 4, so let me let him know that I can't. And But I'll make sure he gets it by Tuesday at noon. That seems obvious maybe obvious to some of us and not obvious to others. There's also a whole lot of things that all of us are dealing with. That report that's due at 11 a.m. on Monday morning is only one facet in that person's life because they have a life outside of the company and the organization. So... Like I said, all of this is gelling for me because we're helping our clients with this. 
we're also seeing seeds of this in our own organization. And because this is what we do, we help companies thrive from the inside out. We're also always, oh, there's a word, fanatic about applying that lens to our own organization because we have to walk the talk every day. Not just because we have to do it to be credible, but it really is what we believe in. So there was this aha about, I'm expecting someone in our company to come to the fore just because I've said a few things like, you're not doing what you need to do during our weekly meetings. Have I really been specific about what that person needs to do? If not, then guess what? The responsibility is on me. And responsibility in an organization is a two-way street. A manager and a leader's responsibility is to the person or people to whom they are managing and leading. The employee, the staff person, has a responsibility to the position and the organization. So it's a two-way street. Each person has responsibility in the situation. And so to try to pull all of this together, I just want to say to you, as a leader, as an executive, as a department head, as a manager, as a president, as a CEO, it is your responsibility to make your expectations as clear as possible. It is not somebody else's responsibility to read your mind and decide, oh, that's what they mean. No. And if you think it's somebody else's responsibility to read your mind, you might want to beef up your own leadership skills because your leadership responsibility is to be very clear on your expectations. If you are as clear as possible and somebody does not meet those expectations, then that is on them. But it is on you to be as clear as possible about what your expectations are. And I guarantee you, if you have the right people in the right seats, and you are very clear about what you expect from those people, and you empower them to be able to follow through with those expectations, you will see amazing results. But you need all sides of those equations. You being clear on what you expect, communicating those expectations, empowering others, giving feedback, and then the other side of the circle that comes back, what happens when they have very clear expectations that have been communicated and they have been empowered to do their jobs? Then what happens? That is what we here at the Schuler Group are here to do. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. 
it is probably a work in progress because, like I said, there's been all of these situations with our clients, even in our own organization, where it's becoming clearer and clearer that communicating specific expectations is crucial to the goals and productivity of the organization. Until next time, may you thrive.